You're listening to Scattered by Anchored Baptist Church, where we are working to reflect the diversity of Hermanus as we gather to hear good news and as we scatter to share it. What rules you? What rules over you? What reigns over you? Is it your, your appetites and your desires? Your addictions? Is it fear? Is it the law? I know for the holy ones out there, you're out there saying, well, yes, it is the law, Wade. I love the law, as the psalmist says. Whoa, 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 Wade. We just had set free Sunday. I'm not ruled by anything. I'm not slave to anything. Except as the Apostle Paul tells me to be a slave to Christ. But we both know the truth, don't we? Just like God's first people, being rescued from slavery in Egypt, we are quick to forget who redeems us and who we belong to. We are quick to fear, love, and trust whatever seems good, necessary, and let's just be honest, expedient. What's the next best thing right now? Or even... Our reading from Zechariah this morning, those people, God's people again, brought back into the land that God had provided for them. They get back into the land and it seems like everything should be perfect now. It seems like all of God's promises are coming true until they get there and all they get is a ruined city and a construction project and priests telling them to be holy. So then they fight amongst themselves and generally forget God's promises and refuse to work for the common good of the city, the country, and their communities. So what rules you? If Jesus were to ride by on a donkey right now and all the crowds that had heard all about him run out, and they say, save us now, would you join in? And if so, you probably would. Unless we were too busy on our our smartphones doing something, right? You would join in, and then um, you would say, save us now, along with the rest of the crowd. And at the same time, everyone in the crowd is thinking something totally different from one another. It's true. We're all saying, save us now. Because I've got this person in my life. Oh, I just want to get rid of them. I need you to save me. I've got this financial thing going on right now, and there's no way digging out of this hole. I need you to save me now. I'm sure there's some sort of correspondence to... uh, you know, what, what those people on that day 
were shouting out. We talked about this actually last year on, on Palm Sunday. And that is that uh, everyone thought that, okay, here comes the king. He's going to bring the kingdom. Right? Finally, our overlords will be, will be put in their place. What would you yell out for salvation from? Look, we all are under the rule of something that isn't Jesus. Maybe, maybe it is, uh, Something very simple, right? Maybe it's something like, oh, you know, I, I've got this, this group of people that, that socially I know that I should be a part of. I know that, uh, in fact, I'm the perfect fit for them. And if I just play that role, then surely I'll be accepted by them. I mean, it can even be our own culture groups, right? We look around and we say, well, this person looks like me. They sound like me. We have the same values. Surely, I should fit right in. In fact, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to work to slot right in with this person. Because then I know that I'll be secure. Then I know that all my, my fear and my love and my trust is put in the right place because life will go smoother for me. It will be easier for me. All the while ignoring the fact that God has created for you, Jesus has created for you, sitting right next to you, someone that might not look like you or sound like you or even have any of the same values as you outside of Scripture. And yet, He's put that person there to accept you, to receive you, to forgive you. Something that you're not going to receive in this social group. In fact, what you're going to have to do to stay inside of that social group, oh. And when you transgress, when you sin against that friend group, What's going to happen? Is there going to be forgiveness? If you do the right things. We're all ruled by fear, aren't we? Fear of something. It could be anything. Maybe it is being a social outcast. Maybe it is um, maybe it's just the fear of knowing <laughs> that life isn't constant, that things change all of the time. And so it becomes a a fear of death. It becomes a fear of home affairs. 
It becomes a, a, a fear in the workplace. You're constantly having to strive to be better than the person standing, working, striving next to you. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, you, like so many people in that crowd that day that were crying out to Jesus, save us now, looked at the miracles that He was able to perform. They looked at Lazarus being raised from the dead and they said, that's what I need. I need the ticket out of this fear of death and sickness. Save us now. I will do anything for you, man riding on donkey that I've heard called Jesus. I will sacrifice anything to you because you are going to be our king. This is the way that we view gods. <laughs> that if we just give up the right things for them, then surely they're going to give us what we need. Ah, oh. So we come to our text this morning. Everyone that you meet, including yourself, usually, because of these different things that rule us, are going to be going to Jesus thinking that we need to be saved from, frankly, anything but our sin. If you were to go out and share the Gospel with someone right now, guarantee you they know they need to be saved from something. And I can almost also guarantee you that they're pretty sure it's not their own sin. And that's why what Jesus is doing this morning is subversive. He's not making an anti-government statement, although I guess He is, and that's one of the reasons why He's going to be killed. He's not um, coming and saying, hey look, all these other rulers that you got, that, that ain't it. He's coming this morning on a donkey to say, I am here, I am just, and I have salvation. So let's read our text. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast, and so it's, it's feast time, everyone's preparing for Passover in Jerusalem had come to the feast, heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. And so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, or save us now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. This comes from Psalm 118 this morning. Save us, we pray, O Lord. Otherwise translated, save us now. O oh Lord, we pray, give us success or give us your continued faithfulness. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26. So blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. 
And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written. I love John here. He doesn't go into the depth that the other gospel writers go into. That story's been told. He's telling a different story. And yet he hearkens back to Zechariah. Fear not, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Let me read again from Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he. And here's our big idea for this morning. Jesus is just and is here with salvation for you. Jesus is just and he is here with salvation for you. Verse 9 in Zechariah says, righteous in having salvation is he. I want, I, want to, I want to work with these words just a little bit, okay? So I'm going to need your help. Are you, are you focused in with me? Okay, so righteous, okay? Righteous and having salvation is he. Okay, now, uh, an, a good way of thinking through this, because I need us to understand something here. We know this about Jesus. He's not just righteous, okay? He's not just righteous, but he comes with a righteousness ready to be applied to you, all right? And so, when Zechariah is quoted here in John, fear not, O daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. We are meant to understand all of what is happening here in Zechariah and specifically everything that's happening in verse 9. Uh, another word, I, I want to change our word righteous this morning because it's the same word, it's the same idea, and that is just. Okay? Jesus is just this morning, and he is not having salvation, as it were, but he is just, and he is with salvation. And so Jesus is coming on the back of that donkey, just and with salvation. Now, you could hear what I'm saying to you and say, Wade, what you just said doesn't make any sense because it sounds exactly like righteous and having salvation is he. Except for there is a difference. And here is the difference. Jesus is riding in on that donkey not just as a righteous person. He is just. What do you want in a king? Hmm? What do you want in a king? You want a just king. You want a king that is going to act on behalf of his people. You know what Jesus is here to do? He is not just here to have righteousness. He is here to give righteousness. What do we call that? We call that being justified. That is being made right and righteous in the eyes of God. So here comes Jesus from Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9 this morning. He is just, but not only just, because just can be bad, can't it? You sinner, you sinner, 
<laughs> You're out there putting your fear, your fear, your love, and your trust in anything and everything. You know that you need to be saved from all of these different things that you're entangled in. But Jesus is coming with salvation and He's coming with salvation for you. He doesn't just have it. He doesn't ride by on the donkey and say, oh, look at how righteous I am and look at all the salvation that I have. No, we know why Jesus is riding that donkey into the city this morning. Now, it could sound a little bit strange that he's on a donkey. Don't worry, it's not strange. You know who else rode a donkey? Solomon rode a donkey. Solomon rode a donkey. He was a good and powerful king. Well, good, eh, he was powerful. <laughs> he was sometimes just. He was wise. But here he is. He's on that donkey. Why? You and I know why. He's not just there to make a statement. He's not just there for people to fawn over him. He's not there for people to recognize that he's done miraculous things. He is there. He's riding into the city. Those people that are, are fawning over him, that are fanning him, that are putting the things down in the street. He is riding past them, taking on their sin, ready to go to the cross for them. In fact, the whole world allegedly is going after him from the Pharisees' perspective. We know that Jesus is there to take on the sins of the whole world and to put those sins in the grave. Why? Because He is merciful and He gives us the opposite of what we deserve. He is also just. He puts His justice, His justifying righteousness on us. And with it comes salvation. Now, His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things that had been written about Him and had been done to Him. The crowd that had been with Him when He called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised Him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet Him was that they heard He had done these things. Um, one of the th great benefits uh, that uh, Joshua offers to me in our friendship is that in my total ignorance of Afrikaans, he steps in the gap and sometimes throws me a bone about what's happening in the world. You know how great it is to have a translator? I don't just mean language-wise, right? I, I don't even just mean culturally speaking. Um, Tara does this for me too, because I am sometimes a dumb animal, you might say, and I need someone to help me express, you know, feelings and true things, and I need someone that when I say, hey, you know what I could use? A whole tub of ice cream. Tara says, or I could make you a proper meal, right? Tara takes what I think I need right then and there, and she translates it into what I actually need. Yeah? Yeah, it's good to have a translator. <laughs> and so, when these people who started following after Jesus 
These people that heard about what He had done, when they come and say, oh, I need to be rescued from sickness. I need to be rescued from... I'm just not fitting in the way that I need to into the social group. And if I, if I can just get in there, then I can have all the benefits. I can reap all the rewards of being in the in-group. I can get that job from it. I can, I can get this privilege from it. And if, if our good king just comes and throws out the wrong, oh, I just know everything's going to be made right. To those people that came thinking, what must I sacrifice to this king? What must I give to him? For those that came and said, oh, I'm a, I'm a disaster. I'm a wreck. I'm an addict. I give in to every single one of my desires and appetites. Even for those that were there that day, that were holding fast to the law, that were saying, finally, our king is here and he is just. And you know what? He's so just that he's going to see the way that I have been living according to the law of God. And he's going to recognize that goodness in me. And finally, these Romans, they don't understand. These people don't get it. But this king's going to get it. For all those people standing there that day that were saying, save us now. You know what Jesus is doing for them? He's taking all of that sin that they have in their hearts that they're spitting out of their mouths and He's translating it into what is real and true. They say, save us now from this. He says, I will save you now from your sin, from yourself, from sin, death, and hell. They stand there like God's first people saying, we want a king. And Jesus says, I know you do. And I'm going to give you all of myself. He's not going to give them the justice that they think that they want. He's going to put on them the justice, the righteousness that they need. Because He is just and He is coming with salvation. And this salvation is not a response to their righteous living according to the law. They want Him to overthrow the Romans. And He will overthrow, actually. He will rule. But He's not going to do it the way that they want Him to do it. Instead of walking to the Temple Mount and setting up a throne, that same place that He's marching through on a donkey, they are going to crucify Him. They're going to lift Him up. They're going to put Him on a throne that we call a cross where His justice and His salvation can be put on those people that are crying out for it. 
Save us now. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see, you're gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. John uses this word world all the time. Uh, back in John chapter 4, I think it's chapter 4, uh, Nicodemus, is it 3 or 4? Someone help me out? 3? Nicodemus comes and uh, he, he comes under the darkness of night. He's, he's a teacher of the law. He's a ruler amongst God's people. And he's looking for, okay, so how is it that I can you know, be saved? Who are you? What are you offering to us? Nicodemus uh, really needed to hear Jesus say to him, Nicodemus, God so loved you that he's going to give his only son for you. But instead, what does Jesus say to Nicodemus? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Nicodemus was still looking for something according to the law. Which is why when Nicodemus says, wait a second, how is it I'm going to be born again? I don't understand. The physiology of this isn't making sense, Jesus. But the woman at the well, what does Jesus say to her? Messiah? I'm him. The next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what does Jesus do there? I'm him. Jesus is marching into the city saying, that salvation that you're crying out for, I'm him. And the world is going after it. Whereas the teachers of the law, those that are looking to be uh, held up because of their own righteousness, well, they're not understanding it. Jesus is just and is here with salvation for you. Jesus is just and is here with salvation for you. Until next time, know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with you all.